It's February 17, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, and of course, this week, we'll jump right into our conversation and talk about the Hawaii Venture Capital Association Innovation and Entrepreneurs Awards. And of course, I'd like to welcome Melly James back to Bite Marks Cafe. She's the president of HVCA. I got the Kimie Minor. She's a singer, songwriter, and owner of Haku Collective. And Baron Gus, president of Altris. And of course, they're all here to talk about innovating through these uh, challenging times. And I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you, Bert. Thanks for having us. Good afternoon. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for joining me. And of course, uh, we'll jump right into it. And, and, you know, I oftentimes like to, you know, have Melly on and she kind of brings on some of the folks from uh, Hawaii Venture Capital or or maybe the uh, Mana Up cohort. But, you know, we, we never really get to talk to the winners because, you know, the winners aren't going to be really announced until Saturday. But uh, since since you both are already winners, I guess we can already announce that. So, Melly, why don't you go ahead and give us a little background on the, uh, you know, the Hawaii Venture Capital Association Entrepreneur Awards and, and what have our two guests won? Great. So the Hawaii Venture Capital Association, we were, you know, we started in 1988 and actually began our awards event in 2000. And so what we do is really create kind of spotlight on entrepreneurial activity, innovation, startups, small business, and how are we growing and diversifying our economy and, and really creating more jobs, opportunity, and, and, and revenue here in the state. And so the awards event is really a great highlight of what's happened um, in the last year, as well as recognizing folks in different categories around entrepreneurship um, that are really representing this growing area for Hawaii um, and all the exciting um, successes and activities that are happening. So this is our 21st annual award, and we'll be hosting it on Saturday, February 20th. So this Saturday at 7 p.m. on KHON2. It'll also be live streamed on their Facebook YouTube, as well as official KHON2 website. So lots of different ways to watch. But of course, it's always fun to watch directly on TV. But with regards to our two guests today, um, we have Kimie Minor, who's winning the Island Innovator Award. Um, and this award is really honoring kind of the most impactful innovation that's really solving a problem in our own backyard. Um, so it you know, really inspires and celebrates you know, this, uh, this, this entrepreneur and company that's showing leadership and committing, commitment to tackling a significant problem in our state. Um, and so our second awardee here is Baron Gus, who is with Altris. And it's, this is a, I love this award because it's called Corporate Entrepreneur. So it's really around having that entrepreneurial mindset um, and really creating innovation and changes, not only within their own company culture, but having that company culture and that entrepreneurial mindset really coming out in the various pivots or projects or ways that they're impacting and influencing the community and, and, and making uh, real problem solving. So uh, these are two of my favorite, I shouldn't say favorite because they're all my <laughs> favorite, but really two awards I think are, are super important, not only you know for our state, but really recognizing great individuals here doing some awesome work. So, so Kimie, in, uh, you know, everybody knows you as a, as a singer, you've, uh, You've got uh, Grammy-nominated songs. You got Hawaiian Lullaby. There's, you know, there's so there's a lot of recognition of of your talent. Uh, but uh, during this this uh, pandemic, I mean, and, and of course being recognized for this uh, Island Innovation Award, uh, it really kind of stemmed around the Haku Collective, right? 
Yes. And I think um, for me, the reason why I started Haku was because I struggled so much as a musician myself. You know, there are really no roadmaps to the, the business of music. And actually, as creators, it's hard to see your stuff as a business, you know, our art. How do how is that a business? So it took me a lot of years and a lot of wrong turns. And I, I learned a lot of stuff. And I wanted to share that knowledge with uh, my friends, my peers in the music industry. Um, and, you know, I was able to kind of pass that on. And I realized quickly, gosh, there's a lot of people that need our help, not just the established artists, but also the up and coming artists so that. You know, I really believe when you when you make it through the door, you should leave that door open for the next person to, to come through, and that's kind of what Haku Collective is. Oh, you that's a, some yeah, doors. Yeah, no, that's a great point. So Haku Collective was also part of the uh, Mana Up uh, cohort this past this past year. Yes. Now, now I want to ask you, and of course, Mele is still on the line. So, what what was your big takeaway from uh, Mana Up? <laughs> um, you know, it's more of just. They really taught us to see uh, more sides of our business and growing our business. You know, um, the business of music is more a lot more than just creating music. You know, there's a lot more. It's a multifaceted um, business, and we're still figuring it out. And so through Mana Up, we we got a lot of connections, a lot of networking, and just the mindset and view of um, that goes into products and what we originally see as merch, you know, a T-shirt that you buy at a concert, how that can actually translate to a whole lifestyle and a whole lot more than just that. And Mana Up has really helped us kind of grow and take our company to the next level. So, Kimia, you know, in terms of the the uh, songwriting and, and singing community, prior to the pandemic, I mean, was it pr- pr- pretty much everybody just kind of doing their own thing? and Or was it, uh, I mean, it, it, it it's always been kind of a, a close-knit community. But when you when you came up with the idea for uh, Haku Collective, uh, was there something similar uh, in, in Hawaii, or was it something that you felt you were kind of pioneering by, you know, this idea of, of uh, opening a door and keeping, you know, kind of helping keep the door open for others? Yeah, I, I kind of, we joke that I'm the guinea pig, so I am always like, oh, okay, we did that wrong. Now for the next artist, we won't do that again. Uh, a lot of lessons learned, um, and yeah, we just want to help other artists avoid those and, and just provide like a clearer pathway or finding other sustainable revenue streams for artists, you know. Um, and during the pandemic was probably our biggest growth because we had to pivot just like all the other companies, um, but especially for musicians, most of our livelihood comes from live performances. And when that was completely cut off, we started Hawaii's first live stream series from home, and we were multi-streaming from Josh Totofi's living room and my bedroom and all these artists in Hawaii who had nowhere to go were sharing their music with their ukuleles and guitars from their dark corners, and, um, you know, some of them were alone with no one else, and we were able to share that with not just other people in Hawaii but all across the world. Um, and we've now it's been almost one year that we've had this live stream, and we've been able to um, support over fifty of Hawaii's musicians and entertainers to have jobs. Oh no, that's great! That's great. And I want to hear hear more about how you know uh, whatever you've created, learned, innovated over the period of this last year. How does that continue on, sort of uh, uh, into our sort of post-pandemic world? 
Uh, but but uh, Baron, I wanted uh, to get your kind of insight into some of the things that Ultras uh, has helped to innovate. And I'm I'm familiar with Ultras uh, particularly because of the Aloha Connects Innovation Project, which was really I thought a, a very uh, innovative program that. And we've had you know people like Rich Wacker and and Omar Sultan on talking about um, you know the the actual Aloha Connects Innovation. But you guys were the you guys were the engine behind making that work, and I'm 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 really proud to have you on, and you know have you maybe share a little bit of what you folks did in terms of the back office side of things. Well, goodness, well, Bert, thank you, and you know more importantly, Melly and the HPCA, thank you for recognizing what we do. Um, truth be told, I'm not sure what we do except go to work early and stay late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, and to that end, I always say, if you stay in one place long enough, somebody's bound to notice. So with that, I, I guess uh, what I could just share with you a little bit about uh, this is I think, I think what has been noticed by everyone, of course, is when the pandemic came, everyone in our community was responding. And I'm really proud of all of us in Hawaii for the way we responded, uh, specifically at Ultras. We've always kind of had a DNA. Um, we're now using this term entrepreneurial mindset or spirit, but we've always had a DNA to democratize problem solving. And too many times in organizations, I think we leave it up, we, we leave it up to our leaders to recognize problems and solve them or, or issue the edict. I'm very proud of my people in that all of my people have their eyes open and they are looking um, of what's going on, you know, in our company, in our community. And uh, the focus, of course, with the pandemic was let's take a good look outside of our community. So in uh, no particular order, um, you may see uh, something we developed called Wellness Tracker software. And at the very early onset of the pandemic, we all understood to control COVID-19 it starts with an individual mindset and awareness to know that when I wake up every day, how do I feel? Did I maybe come in contact yesterday with someone uh, with the virus or is somebody in my world or my bubble traveling? So we, we developed a piece of software that we deployed to our 2,500 clients, and we started getting feedback from our clients of how valuable the software was. We said, hey, wait a minute. We can't just keep this for our own clients. We have to push it out into the community. So we gifted the software to all Hawaii businesses. We listened to them. We responded. And today, um, Wellness Tracker software is being used by um, the retail industry, the restaurant industry, small businesses, large businesses. And it's really wonderful when you get the feedback on any given day, we will get feedback, especially in the midst of the pandemic about four months ago, where there were 500 people a day who were self-declaring, I possibly have come in contact with someone with COVID. I think I need to self-quarantine for today. So that's just one example. Our, uh, I think you mentioned you know, our work with uh, Ida and Kupu and Maui Nui and, you know, we were able through another piece of software we have called HR Symphony uh, to bring 1,200 people back into the workforce and get them working immediately 
by using those CARES Act funds. Uh, that's just another example. Um, since the beginning of COVID and the new cycle started, we developed a COVID resource uh, landing area. And we took our whole marketing department. And instead of marketing our company, we turned them into a newsroom. And we started having news releases three times a day in white papers and programs on the PPP programs and on the CARES Act itself and on labor law and resources for health and hygiene. Our risk management department went out to businesses that were not client of ours and trying to help them navigate COVID-19. And then, of course, the good work that we did with our foundation headed up by Sianna Hunt and... Um, you know, too many people at the beginning and continuing on, um, they went hungry. And between the private funding that we did and our network of businesses, we were able to link local agriculture and restaurants to hurting families. And that was, you know, our, our foundation is all about developing leadership. And we've developed a phenomenal group of leaders from within our communities. So when I talk about democratizing problem solving, we have already figured out how to make problems into our community, but it's a very rare thing to teach people that they can be empowered to solve problems on their own. So we're doing it within our organization, and we're sharing that vision outside of our organization. So well, hopefully that, that explains a little bit what we've Yeah, no, no, here. that's that's uh, that's great, Baron. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious about how the organization that you run uh, sort of embrace that idea of of democratization of the problem, uh, but you know we will kind of take a, a quick uh, short break. Want to hold that thought? We'll be right back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with Melly James from H HVCA, Kimi A Minor uh, from Haku Collective, and Baron Gus from Altres, and we're talking about innovation in these challenging times. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Bavarian Motor Experts. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Melly James from HVCA, Kimi, Kimi A. Minor from uh, Haku Collective, and Baron Gus from Ultras. And, of course, uh, we're talking about the the innovations that they've uh, sort of incorporated and pivoted and and really trying to change the culture within their company but within the community, I guess, with with uh, the innovation that uh, I think Hawaii needs to embrace uh, going forward. And, and Mele, you know, in terms of uh, the work that you've done, not only with, with uh, Mana Up but with uh, HVCA and the emphasis on, you know, entrepreneurism and innovation, are you... I mean, of course, this is a loaded question, but, you know, are you seeing the adoption of this, the embrace of this, you know, in our business community in order to really take Hawaii to the next level and, and survive in these very challenging times? Yeah, I think any time that there is a shift in, in things that are outside of our control, we do need to, that entrepreneurial mindset, that problem-solving mindset, looking for inefficiency, looking to solve problems bigger, better, and better, um, that that is ultimately driven by by seeing this as an opportunity to diversify our economy, and that this mindset is so important. Um, and how do we be nimble and pivot and be able to stay um, to stay ahead and to, to create sustainably economic businesses? So I think now more than ever, people really are looking at 
you know, startups, entrepreneurship, innovation in a, in a, in a new way as we've had to do that uh, with the pandemic and, and really seeing our community and our local businesses and founders and, and entrepreneurs rolling up their sleeves, making adjustments and being able to know what our community needs because we're here. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, these are two great examples of just what we're talking about. You know, one with Farron and, and Ultras, you know, that he really saw, you know, technology and innovation from very early very early on, you know, creating a tech arm of his company that was able to deploy 800 hires in a day or two with, with the Kupu um, initiative or being able to create the wellness tracker through the technology they had, had created, you know. Also, you know, being able to create that kind of foundation for food distribution and, and pivoting to that because, you know, the people of his company were empowered with that entrepreneurial mindset to see a gap in the community and to make those adjustments and feel empowered to do so. And then on Kimmy A's side, you know, really looking at that business of music and that, you know, in my belief, we should we should be the Nashville of the Pacific. We've had always incredible talent, incredible music, and very similar to Mana Up, you know, we, we look at the brand of Hawaii and consumer packaged goods and how do we double down on that, that competitive advantage and regional strength that we have in Hawaii to create job opportunity, sustainable livelihood, and just opportunity, um, interesting opportunity. Uh, and so looking at that on the music side, we've always had great talent, great musicians. And Kimie's, you know, and Haku Collective is creating that business side that creates the jobs and protects the musicians and then expands into other areas of music that, again, is just limitless. So, you know, these are two great individuals, I think, are really representing well what it looks like to have an entrepreneur mindset and why now more than ever with the pandemic, these are skill sets and areas that our community and, our, and this ecosystem should be looking at even more as we're diversifying our economy. So, Kimie, in in terms of uh, Haku Collective, are you uh, how many how many artists musicians are on the roster, and and do you see the ability to kind of uh, scale that and 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 multiply that in 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 order for more of of those musicians to to take advantage of of what you've learned, and and how can they? then continue to market themselves not only to Hawaii but to the rest of the world? Yes, definitely. Well, yeah, we've supported over 50 musicians so far, and, um, you know, it's growing every day. Every time we do some new project, um, we just did a children's album that released in December, and we started a new group of basically our artists to watch or our up-and-coming artists, uh, and that consists of more than 10 kids who play steel guitar and have amazing voices and play ukulele and guitar. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely suspect that it'll only get bigger and larger and we'll keep growing. Um, it's limitless, you know, and our goal, our mission is just to support the music of Hawaii and to continue on the legacy and also to protect those musicians and those music creators. So, so Kimie, we're... The 50 that you just mentioned, were they all pretty much uh, handheld by you? And, and how do you spread your time between sort of nurturing those 50 as well as uh, being your own sort of creative, uh, having your own creative outlet for your music and your mm-hmm. uh, songwriting? Right. And I'm also a mom of three under three. So I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> I know. I watched your video. <laughs> I'm thinking, say- what? KBA, I, I want to let you know we had three under role. three as well. Oh, amazing. You see that? My, I think it makes us stronger. 
my hat's off to you for sure. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I do see, you know, Haku Collective as like my fourth child, you know, and it's something that I, I hold close to my um, heart anyways. But, you know, our team has grown and we just see the how big this need is, you know, in Hawaii to have um, proper management. So not only do we help produce the music, but we help to manage the artists and we help to provide job opportunities. And so we don't even know. We're just we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And it's crazy how pivoting and uh, this pandemic has really opened up different lanes for musicians and artists and just creators in general in Hawaii, and we're working with even um, designers and artists in other forms. So it's been a beautiful journey and definitely crazy, and we're, we're still figuring it out. Well, that's that's great. And I, I do want to ask Gus about, uh, you know, the, the culture that he's been able to kind of not only create but kind of nurture through through these times. But we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after the short break to continue our conversation with Melly James from HVCA, Kimie Minor from Haku Collective, and Baron Gus from Ultras. And, of course, we're talking about innovation, and this is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Shamanad University and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Melly James from HVCA, Kimie Minor from Haku Collective, and Baron Gus from Ultras, and of course, right before. The break, um, you know, I was kind of teasing the uh, possibility of talking to, to Baron about what does it take to get your uh, employees, I guess, to be in the same sort of thought, um, you know, the, the you know the zone that you're in in terms of you know democratizing the problem and getting people to really see the you know, the community as a as a holistic thing that you can support. I mean, a lot of people just go to work for, you know, just go to work to get paid, right? But how do you, how did you cultivate that culture within Ultras? Well, that's a tough question, Bert. <laughs> you, and, and that may take a long time, but I think I'll try to condense it, and then it, I can let you take me on the tangent if you'd like. Um, I think people like people like them. And that's why we congregate, whether it be to the civil, the, the, the work that we do, the service work. Somebody might be a Rotarian, and Rotarians see eye to eye. Someone may love uh, comics and Comic-Con, and they see eye to eye. In our particular case, uh, no doubt, once you hire that great person that you identify with, hopefully they're going to go out and start hiring more great people that identify with them. And it's a little bit viral, no pun intended, is what happens. The thing that we do at Altris is we recognize early on um, that organizations will attract people on skill set. They may even hire them on that skill set, but unfortunately, they usually, usually leave on fit. So we put a lot of emphasis and energy in finding people that, that if you will, drink the Kool-Aid. Now... Uh, that being said, one of the cornerstones of what we do definitely is understanding the concepts of improve, simplify, or eliminate. And we either want we want to improve things in our world for our customers, uh, for ourselves, for our community. Uh, we want to simplify these things as well, dumb it down, 
And if it doesn't make a lot of sense, let's get rid of it. And, and that's kind of what we've been doing. There's, there is definitely not a great design to build a great culture. There's just a great design to have a sustainable organization. And, and, and Baron, so just uh, for folks that may not be familiar with what, what Ultras does, I mean, your, your clients are, are the business, right? And the business uh, is in the, you know, the job of, of uh, hiring people. But in terms of where you fit in, you help to, uh, I guess, provide the, the, the back office support for those hirings. And, well, and so Birch, yeah, it's complex, but it isn't. So, you know, here's the, here's the short. We have a 52-year history. We're so proud. The, fa- the business was started with my father. It's a very small little company in Waikiki, right across from the Dukanamoku statue. And we got our start as a temporary help company. And today we've ch- changed that word to staffing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do staffing where people uh, come to us and we help them find the job of their dreams or we are solicited by our clients to help them find the employee of their dreams. In addition, we do medical home health care, still staffing people into homes to help with health care as our population ages. On the, on the back end, we have another division uh, that is called Simplicity HR by Ultras, and that's where I think you're referring to we act as the human resources department for over 2,500 businesses in the state, Got it. helping them attract and retain good people, handle the administration, and then supplying them with technology to manage the whole thing. So, no, that's great. That's great. And, and you folks have really uh, grown and, and evolved over the years. And I, I really, uh, it's, it's hats off and testament to you. Now, Melly, you know, in the last, uh, uh, I guess, a couple minutes or so, I want you to kind of go over maybe what's going to happen on the upcoming, you know, uh, uh, HVCA Entrepreneur Awards, and and uh, what can what can we expect perhaps uh, on Wednesday, uh, on Saturday, and and of course everybody gets a tune in right on KHON uh, at seven o'clock, right? Yes, um, I would like to start off with saying we will be having an amazing intermission. By Kimi A. Minor herself. All right, great, yeah. Um, who is releasing her new album and featuring her Children of the Sea um, new single that will be performed halfway through the event. So thank you, Kimi A. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, normally we, we host this event in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 12 award categories. Some of the awards uh, do have finalists, and so they won't find out until the actual event, nor will the rest of the world. Um, and so we, we air at 7 o'clock. Um, and some of our award categories, of course, with, with the two honorees here today, um, have already been recognized as winning winning this category. And everyone will be sharing a little bit about their, their company. So it's pretty neat where if you don't know much about what's going on in innovation and entrepreneurship in Hawaii, you've got an hour of time. Um, you're going to get a front row view of what's happening in our state and meet the entrepreneurs, hear from them about what they're working on all within an hour. I think we've got, you know, 26 different individuals that we'll be sharing. Um, and so it's very fast-paced, uh, but I'm sure everyone can keep up. And uh, we will also have our People's Choice Award, which was voted on by uh, Hawaii Business Magazine with hosting the vote. So that's going to be a really fun award as well. So, you know, I think if you're, you're interested in entrepreneurship, interested in learning, it's a great way to just learn about what's happening and meet the entrepreneurs and, and really seeing what's happening in Startup Paradise. Okay, so, so where do we tune in? One more time. We tune in to KHON2 at 7 p.m. this Saturday, February 20th. You can also 
get it live streamed on the KHON's YouTube channel, their Facebook oh, live channel. Sounds good. As well I'll, as their official website. I'll put it up on our show notes for later on tonight. Mary James, president of HVCA, Kimi A. Minor, is a singer, songwriter, and of course, owner of Haku Collective. And Baron Gus from Ultras, we want to thank you all for joining us today. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we find out about the UH Pace Venture Fund. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And of course, comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. And of course, we're on HPR every Wednesday, uh, anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And of course, you stay safe, you stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you.